Welcome back to Witch Church. It's your host, Mal. I'm a professional astrologer, tarot reader and teacher, and intuitive healer. And you're about to listen to the recording of Witch Church Live, a sermon that I give to my Instagram community every week. Feel free to catch the live show every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Central on IG Live or listen to the recording right here on the podcast. This is a non-denominational weekly service for witches, astrology nerds, and anyone else who feels like they are being called to walk the spiritual path. At Witch Church Live, we talk all about the weekly astrological and tarot forecast and really anything else that is channeled through me about the week ahead. Oh, and you'll probably hear about my random life updates and some rambly life stories mixed in as well. I hope that's okay. If this podcast brings some kind of value or joy to your life, be sure to leave me a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to send this podcast to a friend if you feel like they could benefit from listening. If you feel called, you can also support the production of this podcast and my other creations on Patreon for as little as $5 a month and get access to my secret YouTube channel with a bunch of extra astrology and tarot content. And if you would like me to hold space for you on your spiritual path, you can book an astrology session, tarot reading, or distance Reiki healing on my site, malloryhasty.com. I would be honored to be your guide in some way. All of the links to my site and my social media are in the show notes. Have a magical week, my friends, and thank you so much for listening. I'm interested to know, how has Jupiter in Aries um, treated us? Has it made us more energetic? Has it made us more spontaneous? Has it um, brought any new opportunities to us? And the reason I ask is because this week, specifically on, let's see, what day is that? Um, I think it's the 25th. Yeah, on the 25th of this week, which is Wednesday, Thursday, um, Mars will scoot into Aries and join Jupiter in Aries. So I think there might be a fuller expression (laughs) of this Aries energy later this week. And also on the 25th, uh, the moon will also be in Aries. So that means Wednesday, Thursday... Wednesday, Thursday, part of Friday this week, we'll have Mars in Aries, Jupiter in Aries, Chiron in Aries, the Moon in Aries, and Venus in Aries. That's, yeah, that's some fire, fiery energy. Maybe that's why it's so important for us to take this maybe Sunday, Monday, Pisces moon transit to do a little hiding, do a little recalibration 
with ourselves because by the time this Aries energy comes around, um, we're probably going to, you know, maybe jump on taking a new opportunity or maybe even just feeling a spurt of new energy coming, okay? And uh, Lauren, you said, we got a foot of snow in Colorado, so hiding in my home is on point. <laughs> and um, Maria, you said, I've rearranged my whole apartment and I've been assigned a huge new client at work. Okay. And Kat, you said, I start my new field placement tomorrow at VA Mental Health Clinic. Aw, congratulations, Kat. I'm sending you good vibes for your first day. I like that. Like starting on a Pisces moon in the mental health world, that feels, that feels good. Um, yeah, Aries. Okay. So I have to say, so I'm in it for those of you who don't know, I'm in Arizona right now and I will be in Arizona. Let's see until Thursday. And then on Thursday, I'll head to Seattle to go to uh norwak which is an astrology conference okay um so my best friend lives in arizona so i'm staying at her apartment right now and we also have another friend who lives really close by who is a sagittarius so um me and my sagittarius friend have been hanging out a lot and it's funny because i'm a pisces right I have a lot of Pisces placements. She is a Sagittarius sun. So we're both ruled by Jupiter in a lot of ways, right? Because Pisces and Sagittarius are the Jupiter ruled signs. So actually hanging out with her, I've been kind of tapping into the Jupiter and Aries energy. And it is like really spontaneous in a lot of ways. And I feel like Jupiter and Aries has felt like quick changes, spontaneous decisions, and just like doing things that you didn't think you could do. For instance, uh, me and my friend, me and the Sagittarius were at the pool a couple days ago, and she told me that her tattoo artist <laughs> needed uh, people to give piercings to because she was training a student. And within an hour, me and the Sagittarius friend were at the, at the tattoo place <laughs> getting our ears pierced in strange places. Like, I did not wake up thinking that I was going to put another hole in my body. But that's just like what happens when Pisces Sagittarius hang out during Jupiter and Aries, right? By the way, I'll show you the hole I got was, it's kind of hard to see in this light, but all right, I got that pierced. I forget what it's called. It's kind of cute. I kind of like it. Um, so it's, um, that's kind of Jupiter and Aries in a nutshell. I know that's kind of a weird example, but it's kind of like you wake up and you do something that you didn't think you were going to do that morning. You know, like that, that is Jupiter and Aries. And, um, and let me see here. Lauren, you said my sun and moon are both in Aries. So I'm here for the fire. Oh, 
That's cool, Lauren. I didn't know you were a double Aries. Okay, so you're probably feeling this energy a little extra. Um, and yesterday, me and this Sagittarius friend spontaneously go to this mountain nearby called Camelback Mountain. Okay, and it's like notoriously a really difficult hike. Um, and we were like, all right, let's just go do it. Like, because she just moved here. It's kind of like a rite of passage to climb Camelback Mountain. And I like hiking. I had my hiking shoes packed. And I was like, well, might as well use these. I packed these. Let's go. Um, and yeah, Camelback Mountain is a really difficult hike because it's only, I feel like it's only like two or three miles, but you literally are going like up, like you're ascending at a very like high level. Like a lot of it feels almost like rock climbing. And then on the way down, you're descending at a very, like, steep incline, if that makes sense. And I feel like it was funny because on the hike yesterday, I feel like I got the message for this week. <laughs> I got the message about, like, all this Aries. Um, and I didn't even know I was going to get the message on the hike, but I did. Um, so... Brie, you said, what does it mean if your sign is an Aries? Um, well, it's a little bit more complicated than just, you know, answering. Like, I take it your your sun is an Aries. So we would have to maybe look at different parts of your chart. But in general, that's a good question because Aries is one of the signs that is ruled by Mars. And if we think about... Mars as a planet. Mars is the planet of war, action, strife, courage. Um, and in a lot of ways, Mars is um, the same but opposite of Venus. Because Venus is trying to bring things together and harmonize things. Whereas Mars is the planet that separates Um so, you know, Aries being a planet, or a sign, sorry, that is ruled by Mars, uh, we think about Aries as having a lot of Martian qualities. And we would definitely, if you are an Aries, a really important planet in your chart is Mars, because your Aries planets are answering to Mars. And that is going to give us some information about how your Aries placements are manifesting, right? Um, but I'm thinking that yesterday on this hike, I'm going to hold up the card of the week, which is the Seven of Wands. Isn't this such a good card for Aries energy? Seven of Wands. Um, yeah, so yesterday on this hike up Camelback Mountain, um... I didn't really know what to expect. It was a spontaneous decision to go. 
I knew I had wanted to do this hike, but I knew it was hard. And we're in the desert. It's hot. It's hard to hike in this climate, right? But I was like, all right, let's just fuck around and find out, which is very Jupiter and Aries, right? I promise this story has a point. Now, on our way up, I would say the first quarter of the hike happened to be the hardest part in my experience. Because within the first quarter of the hike, there was like two really like steep ascension parts that were really, really hard to get up. Okay, much harder than my typical hiking abilities. And by the time we had ascended one of the really steep parts, and then we had to go up another, um, I got up the second one, and I looked at my Sagittarius friend, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I was serious. Like, I was seriously thinking about turning around, and for a little bit, I, like, bought into the concept that this hike was too difficult for me. <laughs> I was like, I I don't think I can, if this is what the hike is going to be, I don't, I don't think I can do this. Like, it's, this is hard. And then I'm going to have to make it back down. And it's going to take about two hours. It took us about two hours to get to the top. And then about an hour and a half to get down. So I'm like, I'm not going to have the energy to do this. Like, I was kind of panicking. And I was like, should I just turn around now? Um, which is kind of, um, I don't know, like, there's something, like, Jupiter and Aries about what happened to me on the mountain. Like, you decide to do something that is challenging, and then you realize the price of that challenge, and you're like, uh, never mind. <laughs> right? Because Jupiter and Aries, especially with Mars moving into Aries on Wednesday, and the moon and Venus also being in Aries, that does feel like a little bit of a, yeah, I'm just going to do it, fuck it. And we don't think about the consequences of our decision. Like, our decision is spontaneous. Like, my spontaneous decision to hike this super hard mountain. And then a quarter of the way up, I'm like, what have I done? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, talking to my Sagittarius friend, I was like, dude, like, I want to turn around. I don't know if I can do this. And she was like, actually, what she said was not meant to be spiritual, but it felt kind of spiritual. And she was like, um, she was like, just go one more. Like, there's like, I guess the best way to describe this hill is like, there's like, different ascensions, if that makes sense. Like, like, you go up one ascension that's super steep and then you have like a little bit of a break and then you just keep going up and up and up because this hike has such a um elevation incline um so you're basically going up like the whole time but she was like let's just go up this one more part and then reassess and i was like really doubting myself and i was like really in the mindset of like, I don't think I can do this, but okay, I'm going to listen to my Sagittarius friend. <laughs> so I go up one more 
And there was something about that um, where something shifted inside of me. And I was like, oh, I I can do this. Like, I'm looking around at the different people who are on this hike and who are coming down from the top. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can. Why can't I do this? Like, why am I the only one who is trying to turn around? Like, everybody else is doing this. Why am I not capable? And in that moment, I kind of realized that it was a little bit of like a mind over matter kind of situation where I feel like I couldn't do it, but it was a story. It wasn't the actual truth or the reality of the situation. So like the minute I had bought into the idea that this was going to be too hard for me and that I wasn't going to be able to do it, I was tempted to turn around. Um, and then on this like little piece where my Sagittarius friend was like, let's just go up this and we'll reassess when we get up there. I'm like, wait, I, I can do this. And the minute I chose that mindset of I can make it up the mountain, which is very seven of wands, right? Um, I was like, wait, why wouldn't I be able to do this? Like, I, I can definitely make it up. Um, the whole vibe of the hike changed. Because again, that first quarter... I was nervous and I was wondering, what is this going to be like? Like, I didn't know what to expect. Is it really hard as they say? Is it really as difficult as all trails app is making it seem? And it, the answer is yes. Um, but in that first quarter of the hike, my mind was aligned with the the mindset of, this is going to be too hard. I'm nervous that this is too hard for me. And I don't know what to expect and this is scary. Then again, at some point, about a third of the way into the ascension to the top, I like somehow my mind shifted into the story of I can absolutely do this. This is actually kind of enjoyable look how beautiful this is, look how cool of an opportunity this is, I'm going to make it to the top of this mountain. The whole experience changed for me. And it's funny, guys, because me and my Sagittarius friend, we were with like four other people in our hiking group, and I ended up making it to the top first. <laughs> like I went from... I don't know if I can do this. I need to turn around. This is going to be too hard. And then I went to like being the first one to the top. And now that I think about it, I was the first one who finished as well. And it was just like this really, I don't know if my words are putting, are, are completely describing like the significance of like the story in my mind shifting and the whole experience itself shifting. Like, it, it was, like, really, like, an incredibly, like, cool experience to have. And on top of that, 
this mountain, I loved the energy of this mountain. Like, I don't know. It just, it felt really healing. And Emmy, you said, your th- love your thoughts on the hike. We tried to hike a couple weeks ago and the path was flooded by the river. I feel like we should try to go, to go again now. I don't think about Pisces to Aries symbolism. I didn't think about the Pisces to Aries symbolism at the time. Yeah, because Pisces to Aries, you know, Pisces can be like, I'm flooded with emotion and then my like my emotions are flooding my perspective and aries can be um like i'm drying that up like all of those emotions are being dried up in a good way and now i'm just going to take action and do it and noelle you said love this hike for you mal been on the same hike metaphorically with finding a car i'm almost there and i can do this yes yes and something else I realized on the hike, which, again, I think this is all applicable to this week in some way. You know, like, I think we're all on a difficult hike, if you will. <laughs> We've all thought with our challenges at the moment that we should probably turn around, <laughs> you know, like this is going to be too difficult or too hard. <sighs> and... um I lost my train of thought. Alexandra, you said you got the fire to finish your challenge. You felt attracted by the energy of nature. Yes, yes. And Lauren, you said, that's a very airy story. You can either commit in one direction or another with that kind of energy, but Aries can shift very quickly from burnout to motivation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, And that's something that, maybe we're tapping into this week with so much Aries energy. Um, It's the idea that, um, you know, one minute we think we can't do something and the next minute we overcome the challenge. And we're like, thank God I kept going. That can be a Seven of Wands feeling as well. Like the way he is kind of struggling uh, a little bit, but he's also above the challenge, right? You know, part of the reason why he's going to overcome the challenge is not only because he's like physically above the other sticks, but he's also mentally above the other sticks. Like he's mentally in in the mindset that he's going to overcome the challenge. And and that actually might be something this week that we kind of take into account with this Aries energy. Oh, I thought, I remember what I was going to say. Um, at some point on the hike too, the hike became way more enjoyable and fun for me when I didn't look up like when I just like leveled my eyes and kind of um looked for like the pieces of rock that would be good for like taking the next step and I focused in on like the strategy of climbing these rocks (laughs) you know like ascending these kind of steep mountain rocks 
oh my gosh, guys, I cannot describe to you like the fun of that. Like I clicked into what is the strategy to ascend in this moment and how do I keep my eyes level with exactly what I'm doing at this moment instead of like looking up and seeing like how far I have to go and seeing how steep the challenge looks from my perspective you know like and then I realized too that Sometimes when we're like below and we have a little bit of a journey ahead of us, our perspective of the journey itself sometimes even looks worse than it actually is going to be because we have the perspective of looking up. Like everything looks steeper and everything looks harder from the perspective of like being at the base of like an ascension point but once you like just level your eyesight and and just do it you realize like wait that wasn't as hard as what my perception was telling me down at the bottom you know like it 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 was like it was um i don't know it's like this weird experience that ended up being so aries uh, in a really beautiful way. And um, Katie, you said, such a perfect metaphor, the need to challenge myself more on my hikes. Yeah, yeah. And Emmy, you said, on our hike, our Capricorn asses looked at the mountain as a whole and figured we should try again when we're more prepared. Aries energy is like, just look straight ahead and go. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes we, um, it's not that, you know, Mars, I associate Mars as a planet that has to do with strategy. Sometimes the strategy is just go, you know, like just don't lose your motivation because don't use lose your momentum, right? Because I don't know if you're ever, have you ever like, you know, this might be a good exercise, you know, to do at some point this week, go find a hill, you know, somewhere around your house or whatever, go find a hill and run up it. Okay. And if you stop midway up the hill, it almost be, it becomes 10 times harder to get to the top because you've lost your momentum versus if you start from the bottom or you like you know you run like you know a little bit before you actually start ascending the hill you know and you gain speed and momentum that speed and momentum is going to carry you carry you up the hill as long as you don't hesitate. But the minute you hesitate, that's when, you know, you stop in the middle and you're like, now I just made this a million times harder to get to the top and I might as well just turn around. 
right? And depending on how steep the hill is, you might actually have to turn around and go up again and gain your momentum again. Now, there's no shame in that. Remember, there is a Mercury retrograde going on. So that actually could be what happens in this moment. <laughs> like, we try to get up the hill, we stop because Mercury's retrograde, and we realize, oh, I lost my momentum, I got to go back down and try again. You know, the most popular or the most common manifestation for me in my life of Mercury retrograde is having to do things twice. Okay. Um, but it's funny, Aries just wants to do one and done. <laughs> so there's like a little bit of a tension. And Kat, you said this reminds me of the temperance card. You can either choose to stay in the pond forever or you can enjoy the refreshment and then continue on the journey. Oh, yeah, that's so sweet. I love that, Kat. And um, yeah, just just tapping into the Seven of Wands, this image this week. Um, where do you want to gain momentum? Where can you hesitate less? Where can our stories about our challenge shift? And also, where can spontaneity become our medicine in a lot of ways? Um, you know, even, even yesterday morning when my Sagittarius friend told me, like, hey we're going to go to the mountain to hike the mountain. Do you want to come? I had very little time to prepare. Like, I'm not kidding. Like she called me and like 10 minutes later I was in the car with her. There is actually wisdom in that. Like not having time to <laughs> ruminate and mull over something too much right and just going and doing it especially if it's been something you've been saying you want to do for a while that's like that's aries medicine in some way and of course that can that does have a shadow side spontaneity can get us in trouble you know spontaneity can you know maybe lead us to making some hasty decisions or maybe we think like oh i shouldn't have done that or whatever, um, like, but sometimes it does pay off. Sometimes it's better to not think and just do. Um, and typically when there's a lot of Aries energy in the sky, that can be the medicine. Okay. Um, so let's pull maybe one more card for um kind of like a closing message about all this aries energy this seven of wands three of pentacles i also got the strength card too a little bit earlier which feels like kind of aligned Strength and three of pentacles. Strength often tells us that 
the thing that is physical is actually mental. Okay, my hike was a perfect example of that. Like, the physical challenge is actually more mental than we think it is. You know, so maybe remembering that this week could be medicine. Um, and the Three of Pentacles um, is interesting because Aries energy is often the energy of like sacred independence, <laughs> we could say. It's funny, even one of my teachers, one of my astrology teachers, she is um, a double Aries and she like openly says like, I hate group projects. I'm a double Aries. Like, I just want to get it done myself. <laughs> um, but the three of pentacles actually asks us like how can other people motivate us or help us on the journey um part of the reason i was able to make it up the mountain if i was by myself i think i would have turned around for sure part of the reason I was able to make it up the mountain was because my Sagittarius friend was like, let's just go up one more and reassess. And literally on that, let's go up one more. That's when my whole perspective and mind, sh mind changed. And I was able to like do the whole thing <laughs> and make it to the top first and make it to the bottom first. <laughs> Like, I literally realized, like, I'm completely physically capable of doing this. It, it was literally my, my mindset that was kind of holding me back, right? So don't, I guess, don't discount your hype men. <laughs> like, in a sense of, um, if you need to be hyped up to overcome a challenge, um, this week especially, ask for that. Text your friend and be like, I need you to hype me up before I go into this job interview. I need you to hype me up before I go on this date. I need you to hype me up so I can finish this situation. For everybody who's here, I need to hype, I need you to hype me up later today. I need to have a difficult conversation <laughs> with my parents. If you could hype me up for that, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, like the support, the group support can motivate our independent journey. Doesn't always have to be about like the group project per se. It's more about this is my individual path, but I still need support and other people on my individual path, right? Kat, you said, I feel like the more um, time you have for something, the more you're tempted to second guess yourself and mess it up trying to make it better. Like listen to your intuition the first time and leave it. Yeah. Yeah, Kat, you're, you're on to something for sure. Um, oh, Amy, you said this resonates with me next week. I'm running my first 10K. Oh, that's incredible. I'm sending you good vibes, Amy. See, it's it's interesting that Amy, you would say that. And like, I'm talking about a physical challenge, like climbing a mountain. Like, I do wonder like how much of, how many of us have like physical goals right now 
maybe they are like something like climbing a mountain or running a 10k or building a new garage by hand or whatever it is um and like it is true like amy you know like part of running long distances it's um a mental game as much as it is physical training um ah thanks katie thanks for all the the conversation support um yeah thanks friends i I feel the good vibes but that's our message for today noel you said wow mal does this mean you found your new home oh you mean the difficult conversation with my parents uh not necessarily, kind of, uh, but I did decide to go to Mexico for a month in June. <laughs> because, really, it's that was very spontaneous, too. So they're going to be pissed about that. <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, it's not going to be a, a good uh, conversation to tell them. But I'm hoping, I mean... We'll see what happens. But yeah, if anybody has any um, Mexico City um, tips or suggestions. And I'm also thinking about going to Oaxaca, Mexico as well. So if you've been to either of those places, please DM me any suggestions or tips or places you've been that you really like in Mexico. Um, and, uh, Emmy, you said you got this mail and check the women who run with the wolves discord. We talked about avoiding parents fear of their judgment. I found it helpful. Ooh. Okay. I definitely have to check it. I haven't had a chance to check discord in a couple days. Um, ah, thanks Noel. And, um, yeah, Oaxaca, um, I've heard, I, Oaxaca has been coming to me in a very, um, in very mysterious ways. So I think, um, it is kind of aligned and Lauren, you said Aries wants you to live your best life, even if other people don't get it. Yeah, that could be, you know, I'm glad you said that Lauren, cause that could be part of the three of pentacles too. A little bit of like, I need to do me. And even if other people don't get it, um, I still need to do me. You know, that can be the shadow side of Three of Pentacles, okay? All right, my friends. Let's do some collective polls and collective prayers. So if you need a message or if you would like me to pull you a card, um, please comment your question below. And if you need a prayer, let us know. We can certainly send you good energy. And um, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you need today. Comment below. And while you guys are doing that, um, my tarot class, Tarot for Self-Discovery and Personal Transformation, is starting again on June 26th. It's a Sunday. So if you've been looking for like a summer class or wanting something to ground you or excite you this summer, um, I would love to have you. I originally tried to launch this in the spring, but I think I picked bad dates because a lot of people were telling me I want to join, but the dates weren't good. So I ended up rescheduling it for June 26th. So I would love to have 
any of you in that cohort. I think it's going to be a special cohort of tarot students because it's the Empress cohort and the Empress has a lot to do with like self-care and inner child healing and it's it's cool to see how those themes like come in to the class. Um, so yeah, it, it's just a, it's a powerful tarot class. It's something that I think people get a lot out of and um you know even if you are an advanced a more advanced tarot reader I've had advanced tarot readers in the class before feel like they got something new out of the class or the class kind of reignited their relationship with the tarot in a lot of ways and then I've had totally beginner novice people never had a deck before also take the class and get a lot out of it so it's kind of a unique journey where you could really be any level of tarot and enjoy it so i would love to have you and if you have any questions about the new class starting june 26th please dm me um all right so Ooh, Amy. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna screenshot this San Jose um, recommendation. Thank you. Okay, um, Alana, you said I love a card. Okay, cool. Okay. Ooh, Alana. Okay, four of wands. Um, maybe you know. I think there's something coming through about like what if it is all going to be okay? And I think sometimes when we start a new journey, um, I think you said you recently got a new job or something along those lines. But I think when we start a new journey, sometimes that can be the rockiest part. Because again, kind of like my mountain story, like the first quarter of the hike of the mountain was the hardest because I didn't know what to expect. Um, so that's the first thing that I, that I think of when I see the four of wands, like what if it's all going to work out just fine? And what if there's, there are some growing pains in the beginning, but maybe there's this new foundation that is being laid that will actually lead to more stability. And also the, the concept of stability in the four of wands, I think is really big. So you might actually be kind of checking in on some of your foundations and seeing like, okay, is this stable? How could I make this more stable? Um, and, it, but it feels nourishing. It, you know, it doesn't necessarily feel like a tower moment where our whole foundation comes crashing down. It just kind of feels like you're checking in on the stability of certain things in your life and figuring out and making a plan for how to potentially make them more stable okay turquoise you said first time here timing is impeccable ah oh, i'm glad um and morgan you said may i have a card pulled for guidance for my energy this week yes let's see here Seven of Cups. Okay. The Seven of Cups. You know, in tarot class, we actually talk about the Seven of Cups being one of the cards that does not have a foundation at all. The Seven of Cups is kind of like 
uh, it's like a image of the imagination. Like there is no grass, there is no trees, there are no, there are no mountains, you know, like the seven of cups is purely, um, like a, a, f a figure of the imagination, if that makes sense. Um, so it's possible that when we get the seven of cups, there's a lot of different possibilities or different routes that we could take, but, um, potentially everything is still like in the manifestation phase and not actually ready to come into the material. And sometimes too, the seven of cups comes up when we have trouble committing to a certain path. So I actually kind of have a feeling that maybe there's a path that you want to commit to, but maybe you're afraid to claim it or afraid to actually commit to it for whatever reason. But the moment we can commit to something, like I'm going to go back to school, even if I don't know how that's going to happen, I'm just committing to it. Or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. That energy of commitment starts to align the material world to us. Um, so sometimes that's the medicine of the Seven of Cups. Like, uh, like you know, things are very floaty, cloudy right now. We need maybe a firmer commitment energy in order to bring some of these ideas down to the material world. Okay. Um... Venzella, you said moon, and 11th house in Aries. Can I get a card pull for this week? Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Ooh, okay. King of Pentacles and Nine of Wands. These are, t these, like, it's funny because the Nine of Wands is, like, this is really hard, and this journey, I, I want to quit. <laughs> And then the King of Pentacles is like, I'm just chilling, abundance, I'm, I am abundance in itself, and abundance blossoms all around me, and I'm not stressed out, you know, like, so I almost feel like spirit is showing you, like, two spectrums of, like, almost like the abundance, like, if we're on the abundance spectrum, one side of it is like, I'm super stressed out. I have to work really hard for things to, you know, manifest. And the other side is like, I do nothing and luck just comes to me, you know? So maybe there's, Venzella, maybe there's some balancing this week that you can do with your um, relationship to abundance and prosperity. And maybe there's a little bit more of a middle ground that you can reach with yourself when it comes to like safety and security and um, abundance being intrinsically s surrounding you. Okay. Um, Heather, you said I would love a message. Yesterday was rough. Any guidance is welcome. Let's see here. Ooh, Heather. Okay, three of cups. Um, I actually think, um, you know, maybe there's some, uh, sometimes there's wisdom in like taking a break from trying to figure out the issue and the three of cups can be just like, let's have some fun. Let's kind of hang out with friends and laugh and 
be a little bit more lighthearted and or even just do something with yourself that feels fun and a little bit alleviating and just like taking your mind off of whatever has happened just for a little bit and it's not that you're ignoring what happened yesterday or um you know it's not like you're ignoring why yesterday was rough but you're almost just saying i'm gonna pause i'm gonna take a break from that energy and i'm gonna shift myself into maybe some some kind of enjoyment um yeah the three of cups also is celebration so celebration how do we celebrate when we're having like a hard time or there's a challenge in front of us i I think we can have both i think almost always you know there's there's something to celebrate and something to worry about and maybe that's human nature but i think spirit is advising this sort of shifting into the energy of celebration and seeing how that changes your perspective on all things in your life. Okay. Um, Kat, you said I would love a card of guidance for my new journey. Ooh, Kat, you got the emperor. Hell yeah. I think, I think it's like, you, you know, this is your space. Like you can, you can be, confident that you know you are exactly where you need to be and you could even be a little bit more confident with your journey like you don't have to even entertain those little maybe imposter syndrome thoughts or even like the moments of self-doubt like have have more faith that like you know you're exactly where you are for a reason and that you're going to be extremely successful and you already are good at what you do and you're only going to get better and better you know that's that's the emperor here and um eileen you said can i have a card yeah okay eileen the star Sometimes the star does come up after a really difficult period to tell us like everything is going to be okay. And um, maybe there's some acknowledgement right now, Eileen, of all of the healing that you have done. And, you know, even think about the version of yourself like two or three years ago versus where you are now. And can you acknowledge like, how much healing and the evolution of yourself, right? And sometimes the star too maybe leads us to an activity or a person or a healer or yes, even an activity that we can even do with ourselves that provides some sort of healing and replenishment And that's something that comes through strongly too with this, Eileen, like the need for replenishment, the need to take some time for yourself and do what makes you feel good. And yeah, the the word that feels the best right now is replenishment. Like how do I replenish myself in this moment? And maybe in the last couple years, maybe three years ago, you would not have been able to figure that out 
you know, but now it's like, because of the healing journey that you've been on, you, you kind of know, okay, this is what I need to like, give myself some self care, like, or this is what I need to replenish my energy in this moment. Okay, Alexandra, you said I would love a card for the week. Okay, Two of Cups, Alexandra. I think this week for you is about connecting from the heart space with other people. Um, and that can be, you know, when we're, when there's so much Aries energy in the sky, you know, we can, we can kind of be tapping into a lot of like independent, sacred individuality kind of energy, like focusing on our paths and ourselves. But I think there is something about, you know, vulnerability and the opening of the heart, whether that be like an opening of the heart with your children or your partner or even a coworker. Um, I think vulnerability is your friend this week. And this could even be you connecting with your inner child, meeting your inner child in in a new way that that kind of cultivates love and abundance. But this is a really like heart chakra kind of week for you. And I kind of like that. So um, Amy, you said a card for the upcoming week. Yeah, let's see here. Ooh, okay, Amy, four of cups and the six of wands. Maybe this does have to do with the 10K you will be running, but it kind of feels to me like uh, this message that we kind of talked about earlier in Witch Church, like, Sometimes when you like sit around and think about it too much, like your mind starts to play tricks on you in a way and we start to almost psych ourselves out. So the the six of wands is kind of like stay in the mindset of like, I can do this. This is completely possible for me. You know, like it feels to me like don't don't sit around in your worries or your doubts um, too much this week like really just sink into the uh, the sort of self belief self belief is a big part of the 6 of wands um yeah like you know s the opposite of self belief is self doubt and self doubt can really paint our experiences in a defeating way um but self belief can help us you know overcome our challenges so I think this is a good sign for your 10K, Amy. Um, oh, thanks, Carrie. And Alana, you said this is so insanely on point, I'm dead. <laughs> um, and Morgan, you said this makes a lot of sense. I think just committing myself to my goal. Yeah, totally. Brie, you said your story just affirmed things that I just learned about the mind-body connection and believing that you'll be okay will promote healing. We are 99% made up of energy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's been scientifically proven, like, for sure. Like, you know, if you ever need, if you're a little bit more of a sciencey person, like, you know, they've done so many studies on the placebo effect. Like, people having you know, something 
out of alignment in their physical body and like taking like a placebo pill, that pill essentially being like a sugar pill. But when they think it's medicine to heal themselves, they end up getting, they end up like somehow being better. Like the mind body connection is 100% scientifically proven. And even before scientific studies, on the placebo effect, like our ancient shamans and medicine women and, you know, spiritual leaders, they, they all, all knew about the body effect and the mind body effect. So, um, Heather, you said the three of cups yesterday was my birthday and there was no celebration. I've been drained with kids. It's been very heavy. Oh, you know, that is so affirming then for the three of cups, Heather coming out for you. And like, celebrate yourself like there there needs to be some celebration this week for your new journey and um I, I don't know I just I just feel like yeah the the tarot is like we need some Heather self-love time um and Kat you said seems like my guides are in alignment with the getting on board the hype train <laughs> Yes, I'm here. Me and Spirit are here to hype you up, Kat. Um, Lexi, you said, if you have time, I would love a card. How can I ground myself to get clear on my intentions? Yeah, let's see, Lexi. Ooh, okay. What do we got here? Oh, okay, Lexi. So this is interesting. So we got the, the Queen of Cups and the Two of Wands. And, um, you know, on the one hand, the two of wands, the new journey presenting itself to us does require us to follow our hearts, but sometimes when there is too much emotional energy attached to a decision, that can actually stagnate us. So I would actually say this is reading to me more like there's a lot of emotional soup maybe going on and that's not a bad thing but maybe these emotions have to be felt in order to be released so you can make this decision or take the next step with your intentions with more clarity um, because in this emotional soup there isn't much clarity, um, especially if the emotional soup has to do with like attachments to different people. Um, that for some reason comes through in this reading, like this, your intentions need to be about you and your path. Um, other people, especially people who might drain you or bring you down or people pleasing or whatever other people aren't supposed to be calculated in this intention setting like the intention setting needs to be about you and your path okay so i hope that helps somehow eileen you said thanks so much your messages always leave me with a sense of comfort and reassurance ah i'm so glad um yeah and alexandra please get back to me um Maria, you said if there's still time and you feel inspired, I would love an idea for a tarot spread for Gemini season. 
Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Um, you know what, Maria? I'm going to I'm going to put that on pause and I'm going to think about that. And if I think of a tarot spread, I'll post it on stories for everybody to see. Um, but I, I like how you always throw me these questions. It's, it's a good challenge for me. Um, and, uh, let's see. Alexandra, you said, I don't know what's wrong with Instagram. I want to send a thousand hearts. It only is allowing me to send one. <laughs> oh, you're sweet. Well, I still feel your thousand hearts. Um, Brie, you said, commit yourself to the belief that you will be okay and shut down stress. Activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which equals healing and relaxation. Yep, 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 totally. Um, you guys are so welcome. Thank you for coming again to a um, great witch church. Thanks for listening to my mountain story and... I liked getting prepared for all of the cool Aries energy, you know, that's coming up this week. So um, I'm sending you all a lot of love. And um, yeah, let me know how things are going this week. And it looks like my roommate, SBI, just woke up. And so (laughs) I'm going to go talk to her. And, um, yeah, let me know too, if you have any questions about my tarot class that starts on the 26th, I would love to have you in the Empress cohort. All right, y'all, um, I'll keep you posted next week. There's a possibility. I don't think there is going to be a witch church next week because I will be at an astrology conference. So it's actually possible that the next time you'll see me will be, in Mexico City, which is kind of exciting. So send me good vibes for that. Um, Love you guys. Talk soon.